0: to real life real equity with your host Justin and the lovely Keisha Brooks say hello everyone hey
1: and welcome everybody
0: our goal is to share with you real life examples of entrepreneurs who are winning in both life and business as real estate investors our mission is to model educate and inspire you to act by sharing easy to implement tools ideas and information to add more worth to your net worth more cash to your cash flow helping you achieve your goals in less time and we'll do that right after this commercial break Are you part of the club? The Real Equity Club is a group of like-minded individuals. The club's purpose is to help create more wealth for its members. The mission of the club, to help you increase your passive income and net worth. The club is completely free to you. When you join, you will receive the tools, providers, and ideas you need to create, grow, and maintain your wealth. So join the club now at realequityclub.com to gain access. Or send us an email to info at realequityclub.com. That's info at realequityclub.com realequityclub.com we want to see you succeed in business and in life so go to the website at realequityclub.com and join now
1: all right welcome back everybody thanks for tuning in on another episode of real life real equity welcome back welcome back all right so today we're going to talk about how to buy a business this is something that I think we've done
0: quite a few times. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. So let's start with the TV shows, right? Well, I can't say we all watch Shark Tank, but one of the things that I did when I first uh, started watching Shark Tank was I wanted to figure out how they do their valuations. That was very interesting to me. So it's all math. I just figured out what they were doing. So I'm going to teach you how they actually come up with the valuations because a lot of times they don't tell you what the valuations are. They say, or we're going to sell 10% of our company for $100,000. Well, right. what does that what does mean that in mean real? What mean exactly? Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So for those of you who don't know, so if an investor wanted to give you $100,000
1: right,
0: and you wanted to figure out what the valuation for 10% would be, you would mm-hmm. take 100,000 divided by 10%. Which gives you? $1 million.
1: So you're pretty much saying that the business is worth $1 million. Correct.
0: So let's take another example. Um, say they say, I'm going to give away $250,000 of my business for 5% of the company. So you take right. that $250,000 divided by 5%. They're saying their business is worth $5 million. Right. As we go through and we're today we're talking about buying businesses. Mm-hmm. The way they value businesses on Shark Tank is not necessarily the same way you will value businesses when you're going out into the marketplace, but in some cases it will be. When we looked at buying a business the first time, we looked at...
1: Well, we looked at um, (laughs) a restaurant franchise. Right. I'll never forget that because it was about an hour away. I remember that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But then we also looked at a janitorial business. And so I think another thing that you want to look at when it comes to how to buy a business is the revenue right. uh, model of that business. Okay,
0: too. so so let's let's break down exactly what we're talking about here. So in our experience, when we looked at buying these businesses, what I did first was I got educated. And when you're looking at buying a business, I sat down with a couple of business brokers. There's business brokers in the area. There's a uh, website called bizbuysale.com. Mm-hmm. And I started going on there and looking up those uh, different businesses. And then I called a couple of those brokers, did some inquiries because I was really interested in buying a business. One of the things that Robert Kiyosaki talks about in his book, Rich Dad Poor at is buying cash flowing assets and businesses and right. so we took that to heart and uh, we were playing cash flow one day the game <laughs> and uh, one of the things you can do in the game is buy business right Yes. and so I was like huh he's saying buy a business in the game I wonder if I could really buy a business in real life and right. so we went down that road uh, I still will buy uh, businesses uh, going forward mm-hmm. but you know, it's, it's really dependent. That's how you gain cash flow asset. If you've ever considered buying a business, take the time to go find a business broker and sit down with them for 30 minutes. Many of them will be more than happy to sit down with you for 30 minutes and explain to you the process of buying a business. Mm-hmm. And they'll tell you how the banking works. They'll tell you how the uh, how the actual acquisition works, how the transition works. I mean, they'll go through it in really good detail how to buy a business. They'll tell you how to evaluate the business. And uh, it'll be a, a good educational Things. So, when we looked at buying the business, uh, the first thing they taught us was that in most businesses, the value is taken against whatever the cash flow number is. Yes. So they, they have addbacks, backs, uh, things that they put back into the revenue mm-hmm. that they don't count. So a lot of times they'll add back the salaries of emplo- certain employees. They'll add back you know, some variable expenses that come into play. They'll definitely add back a lot of times the uh, debt services that are associated right. with the original owner. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll add those things back and they'll come up with a cash flow number. That cash flow number is then multiplied by a multiple. And they have one, two, three, four X multiples. And then after you get to a certain level of revenue, uh, they have different levels of multiples. But in most businesses, I'd say uh, probably three to five million, sub three to five million. So anything below three. To five million dollars, I'd say this is a pretty good uh, metrics. Yes. Definitely below a million. If you take a multiple against the cash flow of a non-stable business, a business that has not been open for one year, you probably are going to look at a one X cash flow multiple. Mm. So if the business earned thirty thousand dollars in cash flow you take that times 1 and that's what the business is worth. This is not including the real estate because the real estate and the business are separate entities. Yes. You buy true. both of them separate. Mm-hmm. And actually, you would think that real estate and the business
1: would work hand in hand. Would
0: work hand in hand, but actually right. the banks like the hard asset more right. than they like the actual business. So, if you find a business with a piece of real estate attached to it, they'll be like, "Huh?" I really like your deal more than I would like it with just the business. Okay. (laughs) So back to the business. When you look at, uh, a business, let's say it's been in business for two years, three mm-hmm. years, maybe. It's had a couple of tax returns. The uh, revenue is relatively stable over the last two years. Right. Now you're looking at a two x. Let's just say a two x multiple of whatever the cash flow is. So again, taking that fifty thousand dollar number, you do that times two. That gives you a hundred thousand dollar valuation. Right. And that's now,
1: one question that they really ask on Shark Tank too. Absolutely. You know, they're always asking. So you know, what have you done in the last five years? Right. They and want to know yes. that number. It's, yeah. it's a reason behind that. Mm-hmm.
0: and so that, that's how they're using that's what they're using to evaluate and it's not necessarily uh, how they're going to truly value those businesses mm-hmm. on Shark Tank right but in our scenario when we're looking at a cash flow number we're looking at that number so that we can figure out the value right. and to figure out if it's a good value uh, the and then the last thing is you know the three and four X valuation I think we made our point here if it's been established for three four five six seven years right now you're looking at a three or four X valuation and again that business component if it was bringing in fifty thousand dollars cash flow you take that times three or four X that's one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollars in business value right and you take that cash flow and you multiply by whatever the stabilized uh, whatever the stabilization multiple is right so to to round that off the point with what we were talking about as far as like the uh, the small businesses are concerned Mm -hmm. uh, if you do add a piece of real estate to the business then you add the value of the real estate on top of the business value to give you your cumulative business purchase price. Yes. So if your business is worth $150,000 and they have a $600,000 piece of real estate, you're looking at $750,000 in total price. Right. And the bank will look at that and the bank will fund the business separately and differently than they will fund the real estate.
1: So just to confirm for our audience, um, that seven hundred and fifty, if a person is... Say, looking at this evaluation, right. that's the number that they're looking to purchase the entire business, business and, and real, real estate, estate for, yes. right?
0: And uh, and so, like I said, business or banks like businesses and real estate. Yes. So that's the thing. All right, now it's time for your educational tip of the week.
1: Yes, the educational tip of the week this week is limited partnership and. General partnership,
0: and it's gonna. This is gonna go into exactly what we were just talking about, businesses, um, because in business sometimes you have partners. Right. Um,
1: yes. So a limited partnership is a legal entity set up to hold assets. This allows limited liability for limited partners.
0: Right. So a limited partner is somebody who comes in who has limited liability. You hear LLC, limited liability company. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a part of that whole structure. We're not lawyers seek the counsel of an attorney when you're starting to look at limited partnerships. Uh, But if you look at the term general partner, a general partner is someone who joins with at least one other person to form a business that general partner is responsible for the actions of the business and can legally bind and is liable for all the debts and obligations of said business. Right. So again, we're just trying to give you some ideas so that you understand exactly what the difference is so that you can ask the right questions of the professionals. Correct. In our case, uh, let's just say we're buying an apartment building we would be the principals and the sponsors of that apartment building investment. If we wanted to bring in a couple of people to help fund the apartment building, those people would be, depending on the relationship we establish, but Mm -hmm. in many times, just for the purposes of this podcast, they would be our limited partners, which means they wouldn't be more passive and they would not be liable for the same things we would be.
1: Right, correct. All right. All right.
0: By the way, if you haven't subscribed to our newsletter, do it now. Go to realliferealequity.com. Uh, put your name, your email in, and we'll get it done. You can get in there. Uh, you'll receive weekly updates, emails. Um, Correct. Basically, we're just doing the same things we're doing on the podcast in written form, just trying to give you more information, more ideas, uh, basically to help you go faster uh, and achieve your goals quicker. Correct. Yes. All right. The the other thing that I wanted to go into was the banking. So it's, it's really interesting. Uh, I've had a lot of people ask me, how do I go out and get banking?
1: He's like the bank whisperer. No, I'm
0: no no, bank whisperer. But I think it's it's funny. To, that's a kind of funny thing to say. I mean, but I'm not a bank whisperer. I I cheated. I mean, I did. I mean, I, I took the cheat codes and I, I went to the bank. So, you know, business broker one tells me, hey, this is what you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a friend of mine at this bank, you know, and then I go to an event and then there's a banker there and he says, oh, yeah, well, you should come talk to us about, you know, lending. I have no idea what lending, you know, means. I don't know anything about banking, anything about anything. And this mm-hmm. wasn't very long ago. What, maybe four years ago, yeah. five years ago, mm-hmm. after I talked to one guy who was real non intimidating, they really wanted to educate you and teach you and help you i talked to another guy who was really educational and these are the business brokers they right. taught me the basics so that i can ask better questions mm-hmm. i go through and start evaluating numbers then i can go to i started calling on these banks yes And so I got in front of one of the smaller banks, you know, because one of the things that uh, we learn is always go to smaller banks. In the beginning, a lot of times community banks are willing to do more deals with you or Mm -hmm. they're more flexible. They're not as hard on underwriting, whatever the case may be. But a lot of times whenever you talk to these bigger banks, uh, the smaller deals they won't want to do. Let's just say a deal under a million dollars. I've had lenders tell me, okay, sub one million, you probably are better off going to a local community uh, Mm. bank. And so what I did is I did that. I took uh, those those comments and I took a business that I got from the business broker because they give you... A lot of information, and then they give you an active business. They say, "Okay, what are you looking for?" And a lot of times they'll base it off your cash flow, right? And they'll base it off of what you think you can get. And so what they'll do is they'll send you away with, uh, you know, some trailing uh, numbers, give you an idea of what the cash flow will be. That, it, and then you take it to a bank and you start talking to the banker about it. Well, that's what I did. I went to the bank, I talked to the banker, and they start talking about like sources and uses and uh, all these other different bank lingo things. And I was just like, well, what does that mean? And she said, oh, well, you do this, 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 and this. I said, oh, okay. So basically you create your sources, where you're getting sources of funding from and what you're going to use that fund. uh, You take that to the bank, right? Right. Um, So that's what I did. I went there, I talked to them. uh, They told me all of these different things and then they said, Okay, well now submit your financial statement. And I said, Okay, cool. I'll submit my financial statement. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it gave me practice, you know, doing my financial Mm -hmm. statement. Now I've been doing financial statements for several years. Um, but actually submitting them to banks until you get in front of commercial lenders, you really don't submit your financial statement to banks very often. The point is when I started talking to these banks, they gave me all the information I needed to be a better qualified candidate. Here's what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a little trick. It, it helped me get in front of more lenders. I said, hey, Mr. Lender, I'm looking Excellent to buy difference. a business, not a piece of real estate. I'm a real estate investor. Right. At heart, I'm a real estate investor. Mm-hmm. I wanted to buy a business, but I really wanted to buy some real estate. Right. So I said, hey, I, when I went to the business broker and they told me that they love bankers love real estate that's when I put the two and two together. If they love real estate and they don't really like businesses, but or they won't do a deal on a real estate investment, well, maybe they'll do a deal on a business and a piece of property. So I said, okay, let me start calling on these bankers and asking about a business first so I could get in the door and then ask about a piece of real estate. Mm-hmm. And so I said, hey, Mr. Banker, I'm interested in buying this business. Here's what the numbers are. Who do I need to talk to to get in front of the right person to do the loan well they send me to a commercial lender once you get to the commercial lender they'll start talking to you about the business mm-hmm. many times it'll be a sba or some kind of business development officer and they'll tell you about their 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 loan process for businesses and then you say okay well i appreciate your time you get all the information you need from them but then you slip in oh by the way you say oh by the way what you know, I kind of do some stuff in real estate. It's not my main thing. I'm really here to buy a business. But what does your lending look like as far as your real estate is concerned?
1: It's like you opened up the can of worms. You and opened it's like up no lending. That's, right. <laughs> that's right. Well, you open
0: it. You you make them feel comfortable. You built a rapport. Mm-hmm. You understand. You know exactly what it takes to get to your goal of buying the business. But you also have other ambitions. You have other goals, and it's okay. So you say, "Hey, I also want to do real estate." Yes. Now. This is not a manipulative tactic. The the whole goal was not to be manipulative. Mm -hmm. The goal was I really wanted to buy a business, but I really wanted to own real estate too. And my plan, and it's always been my plan, and it still is my plan, to buy businesses to fund real estate investment. That's, to me the solution that's the formula right buy businesses let the businesses create the wealth to buy the real estate the real estate preserves the wealth and grows the wealth and the businesses keep feeding that and it's like this never-ending circle of creation
1: cycle yeah yeah
0: you would be amazed how many bankers would start to talk to me about real estate because we're taking a dinner (laughs) or take me to dinner yes (laughs) (laughs) but all things being equal the the big thing was I asked about something legitimate, like a business, and they teach you all the other stuff that you wanna learn about. Hey, I wanna buy a car wash, (laughs) you remember that, right? yes I do okay Very so much there's a story, so. there's behind, a story that. behind that there's a story behind <laughs> that we're gonna to get to that story because I think it's really interesting because we were talking about it the other day and it, she remembers it differently than I remember it <laughs> much differently than I remember it but uh, so you know the bank looks at it differently than, uh, than they do just a business so if you're buying a car wash that's a piece of real estate right and they'll lend on that much differently than they do on just the business like a janitorial service right. so but here's the story on yeah the car this wars.
1: is the story so as many of <laughs> you know we are literally counting down days here where we're getting ready to have our last and final child right right when we had our previous child this is this is how you know that this is real life this is real life and this is how you also know that you don't let life-changing events change (laughs) your outlook on reaching a goal
0: this is gonna be and
1: so literally I went to the doctor I was 39 weeks the doctor checked me said where's your husband and I think he was leaving a meeting or something and I was like I can get a hold of him right he said okay meet me at the hospital at noon I was like okay good because I was ready to go now
0: now mind you this was like nine o'clock she said they meet <laughs> him at noon right
1: like nine, 930. 9 930 something, like 10, that. something
0: like that yeah so we have plenty of time I'm, I'm I'm defending myself here. We have plenty of time.
1: I'm going to look back on okay, that time. Sir, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so then I called him. I think I already had my everything I needed to go to the hospital. We met up. He says, hey, on the way, um, I want to check out this car wash.
0: And I kinda looked at him It's on the way. It's like on it the literally way. is right off the highway. <laughs> I mean I, like I could almost throw a if I had a good arm, I could probably throw a baseball in They're like
1: fifteen, twenty minutes apart. I'm pretty sure they were because the, the, the car wash and the, the car was, wash. Yeah, and hospital. Yeah, but it was
0: right off the highway. On the way.
1: On the way, yeah. Okay. So then, you know, I think we also had one little person with us and she was two and a half at the time. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I and so yep. it was a hot summer day but we had air
0: AC we had yes AC. we did it was still hot okay yeah.
1: <laughs> and so we get there he's like it's just gonna take a few minutes I'm gonna go look at it evaluate it whatever so a few minutes turned into 30 minutes it was 15 it's a few minutes turned into 30 minutes yeah I think it was 15, <laughs> I <would say> 15. <laughs> and literally you know we did get to the hospital right on time I think the doctor came in like 5 minutes after we did but what? We, we took there. the time to go evaluate this business <laughs> <laughs> while going into labor. And right. But I, I mean, wait, hold on. You
0: weren't going into labor. You were like they were they said you were like some dilated Three centimeters. Or but but here's the deal. <laughs> he said meet me at, at noon. And we know how it, it is. Yes, you know, with meet me. me at noon mm-hmm. means noonish. You know, <laughs> noon thirty, one o'clock, you know. Right. So but I was I was I was, you know, I was real. I was real uh, sensitive to the time Mm -hmm. and I I looked at this car wash. We talked to the guy who owned it or the business broker, whoever Mm -hmm. it was. And uh, we talked it through and we got done and I got out. But but that's reality. Yeah. Uh, that is our reality. We will, we will sit there and we will push it to the wire. Yes, we, we will do. literally. A lot of people might think that it was insensitive of me to go buy a car wash. No, this your wife is normal. Is, it's
1: our normal life. But our normal
0: <laughs> life is, you know, okay, we're going to go on this vacation. Why don't we order $2,000 worth of supplies for a real estate project we're working on right before we get on the cruise? You remember that when we oh, were in Miami? Oh my gosh, yes, I remember that. We ordered all <laughs> we ordered all these supplies off of the internet literally 12 hours before we got on a cruise where we weren't going to be able to talk to anybody for a while no it was but, like, okay but that's our <laughs> life we push it to the edge I mm-hmm. mean we that's that's the lifestyle we created we created the lifestyle where we do the things we need to do in a way that we want to do them all while accomplishing the results yes so your action item for achievement because we want to keep this short is uh, to go out and talk to a business broker yes a uh, biz buy sell is a great place to start Um, If you look on BizBuySales website, I haven't looked on it in a while, but BizBuySales website, if you um, go on there and you'll see the businesses, you click on the businesses and a lot of times in the column it'll give you different business brokers who are active. In most cities, there are business brokers available. And they have websites and on their website is our businesses. So not only are there businesses on on their website, but you can go to LoopNet and uh, loopnet.com is a website for all things commercial. So you'll have commercial, you'll have uh, office, you'll have business, you'll have some residential. I mean, but LoopNet is like the place to go if you want to just do some education. But it is an excellent place to look at numbers and to run numbers and to figure out and do projections and to underwrite so right
1: right so just you know continue to just overview basically today uh, we started off with how to evaluate buying the business to start you know we gave you that example from shark tank how to get to that number figuring out what the business is valued at um, and then Justin did real good with hitting on the banking, how right. important that is. You know, asking the right questions. We say that almost every podcast. Yeah. Asking yeah. the right questions will get you to the results, literally.
0: Yeah, it's not. It's, uh, I think Henry Ford said it. You know, it's, I don't have to have all the answers. I just have to be able to find the person with the right answers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's ask the right questions. Right, exactly. Then also understanding
1: um, the revenue model and how stable that business is um, through right. each year yep. what has been coming in from that business right
0: and the trailing 36 is going to be a good indicator of that so if they have 36 months worth of uh of revenue calculated that's a great indicator uh what you'll find also is a lot of small businesses to keep terrible records mm. um we had one business it was a nail salon we almost tried to buy uh
1: oh my god yes and it,
0: <laughs> it made so much money but Record banks keeping don't, was just banks don't lend off of anything that's not written down, right? Exactly. And so, you know, the I think the lady was saying she she had like a hundred and fifty thousand dollars she didn't have accounted for mm-hmm. on paper, but you know, the other hundred and fifty thousand was like there, right? It was like a knockdown, drag out, walk in the park deal, but again, it had it had no real estate to it, right? So, it was a little bit more difficult of a deal to close.
1: Correct. So with that being said, um, I would keep those action items in mind for, you know, your next venture. If buying a business is something that you're wanting to do, um, I would definitely just recap. If you have to go back, rewind this, write down some notes just so you know, you know what steps
0: to take. And one more action item. Call banks.
1: Yes, call banks.
0: Take a little time and call a couple of banks. It will do your life so much justice to actually call on real people and ask them real questions okay and if a banker doesn't want to give you money there's probably 10 who do okay so just (laughs) think about that
1: right right so again ask good questions
0: and get good answers All right, so that's been our podcast for the week. We just want to thank you for tuning in. If you have any feedback, you have any questions, comments, concerns, anything you want us to cover in the podcast, go to the website, realliferealequity.com. There you'll find the uh, feedback tab. Click on the feedback tab and then submit
1: your questions or
0: feedback. All right, so uh, (laughs) we appreciate you listening. We uh, look forward to seeing you again next week.
1: Yes, thank you. See you next time. Thank you for listening to Real Life Real Equity Podcast. If you'd like more information on joining the Real Equity Club, visit the website at realequityclub.com. There, you will get access to the tools, providers, and ideas you need to create, grow, and maintain your wealth. Again, that's realequityclub.com. If you would like to ask the hosts a question or be exposed to our podcast audience, visit our website at realliferealequity.com and submit a request. Again, that's realliferealequity.com or send us an email at info at realliferealequity.com. Again, that's info at realliferealequity.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week right here on Real Life Real
0: Equity Podcast.